Hello good people and welcome to the Brunswick Beer Collective. This is the seventh stop, no, the sixth stop. The sixth on, stop. On <clears throat> our, our journey through the USA. And this one is, this is New Orleans. Um, and New Orleans obviously came after our trip to, where were we? Birmingham. Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham. Interesting. So, I was going to say, interestingly, I noticed on one of the, uh, I think the craft beer crew or one of the Australian craft beer Group. Somebody posted on there, you know, by random question, but by chance, does anyone know any beer spots in Birmingham, Alabama? No way. It's like, well, as chance would have it. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> can think of, I can think of eight of them. Yeah. But also, I mean, we found it just by mm. a very mm. simple process, you know. Yeah, yeah, typing breweries yeah. into Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. they all just Google. appear. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Look, some people need coaching. I guess and so. to be fair, like some of them might be crap. Mm, it's a good point. Yeah. And, well, we don't know for some of them because they weren't open. Yeah. Um, but I think we should start with uh, in New Orleans by the... Okay, so we took the train from uh, Alabama to uh, New Orleans or in uh, Louisiana. Um, but the sad part, sad part about that was um, because it's the end of the line, the beer supply gets very, very sad as well. And uh, I just... Uh, I went up... To, I remember going up to the bar on the train and... Um, hoping that they would have either the Lagunitas or like Sam Adams or uh, Stone, or Stone anything like that. They had Peronis. Uh, to which I sadly brought one for, um, no, Stella's, sorry. Stella, yeah. I brought one for me and one for Paul. And that was really hard work. It was like the worst possible beer you could have on a, um, yeah. with the exception of, I mean, it was the best of the worst because there was also Budweiser out there, I think. Um, but so I feel like I dodged, dodged a bullet there. I don't know, man. I reckon I would I would go I would up for Budweiser over Stella. I, mm. I would have to. Yeah, I agree. I actually think Stella tastes bad, whereas Budweiser like is yeah, it's just like drinking water, mm. but it's fine. But that I drink is true. Stella, and it's like ever since like I ever first started drinking beer. Yeah, was, I mean, even when I didn't like beer, like back in my younger drinking days, it was still like Stella was the one that I liked less than mm. other beers. That must have been later on in the train ride then, because I yes. definitely had a stone on on that train mm, ride. Mm, I'm yeah. sure. No, it was. Um, I think you guys had gone up, and then um, uh, Em and I went up, like you know, a couple of hours later, and it was like uh, stone, please. No, we don't have any stone. Right. Mm. No, because yeah, I'd, I'd had a stone um, at the start with my lunch. Yeah. So then we finally got to New Orleans, and it. I suppose New Orleans is one of those great places where, you know, you. It never stops in some respects. You know, you've got uh, Bourbon Street, is it? The big, the yep, yep. College Frat Boy Street. Um, and, you know, that place, I, I feel like it would, it, it would, you know, it doesn't have off switches on the lights. No, of course. Like, what, what, what day is this? What night? Is this Saturday night? Like, exactly. It's, no, it's, it's Tuesday. It's, it's like, uh, it's like um, TGI McScratchies where, yeah. um, every, uh, where the, um, it's New Year's Eve every night. And, you know, it's terrifying. But I think the first beers we had there were a beaters, right? Oh, uh, yes, the, uh, the strawberry, strawberry lager. lager, which I, by complete chance, oh, because I was, um, comes this later, I was looking where you could get a beat of beers in, mm. in Australia. And um, I saw a note, uh, news release by a beater a couple of days ago that the strawberry lager is now a year, year round beer. Wow. Surprisingly, that thing we, that first beer yeah. we drank um, is, was pop, is popular enough. Yeah, did we? I don't remember enjoying it very much. No, but like it was. I don't know, it wasn't again. It wasn't like, like it wasn't 
you, you know, you drink, you drink it. It wasn't. It wasn't very good. Sink poor mm. beer, but it wasn't. You know, would not. It was less than three point five. Would not drink again. Yeah. No, it was. It was a little bit sad. And um, I've had some very good um, strawberry beers. There's a brewery called Keys, K E E S. Can't remember where they're from. Norwegian, Dutch, or I think they're Dutch. But they do a strawberry beer. I had it at the uh, Slow Beer a couple of years back. And then I had it at Beer Mash a few a year or so later. And it was, it's really good. Like you drink it, you're like, yeah, this is, tastes like beer. And it tastes like actual strawberries. It's not mm-hmm. too sweet. It's got the real nice tartness. Whereas this Abita one was just like, tastes like just sweet. Uh, uh, of, even though it did have, it was brewed with real strawberries. The Abita one was? Yeah. Okay. But, um, but yeah, just the sun that still tasted a bit fake and overly sweet, which I guess is maybe what people want. If yeah. it's pop, yeah, I mean, if it goes from being a seasonal to a year-round beer, then they're yeah. not doing that because people aren't drinking it. Well, I think the uh, so that hits an, the Ibiza thing hits a good nail on the head because one of the things we didn't do in New Orleans was buy beers. Um, uh, although I did look around, and it turns out the only Ibiza beers you can buy. Um, in Australia is there's some you can get some sort of slab of them or like slab only from Dan Murphy's but only if you buy direct from the the website I just yeah. it wasn't no, no I looked at Dan Murphy's website and even that's not in stock ah, like okay. you have to order it and then they get it from their distributor it's... anyway that's why you're going to um, be hearing a different sort of beer uh, like hearing us drink a different sort of beer all together because well Paul is jet lagged because he just got back from Switzerland <laughs> Yeah, so um, yeah, I have two pretty highly rated beers from Switzerland that I purchased in Zurich. Right. So not New Orleans beers, but yeah. <laughs> so back to New Orleans. So uh, I left you guys after the Strawberry Lager, but did you guys have one more beer after that? Uh, we did. We did. Um, what it was is a good question. Yeah. Oh, we went, yeah, so we, went, we walked down Bourbon Street and that, this was one of those nights we, um, which I think I've been told this, but I just didn't Not the ID that. thing. Yeah, yeah, so basically you can't get, you can't get um, into anywhere on Bourbon Street or most places on Bourbon Street without um, ID because like, like, Passport ID, not even like um, driver's license ID, and, and we, we we checked on this, and yeah, it was um it was legit. So the the laws, state laws, Louisiana require either a federal U.S. driver's license or a passport, basically. So that's um word to the wise for anyone going to um to, to New Orleans, or take Louisiana. your or yeah. Louisiana anywhere, take your passport around with you. Otherwise, you are going to run into difficulty mm-hmm. trying to get a drink but i well, but we did find someone who was uh <laughs> amenable willing to yeah he helped he, he helped us out help we won't we, we won't we won't name names because we no. don't want him to go to business and but i, and I, I, I couldn't I, remember I, what the place was I, called. I also don't remember the name yeah exactly right um yeah i was wondering whether you guys actually remembered um, it's not because we were drinking it's just because yeah we literally just walked into a bar that looked like mm. it may accept mm. people that um yeah didn't have ideas. Yeah, we probably don't need to dwell on this question because we had lots of good beer on, <laughs> yeah. the, on the subsequent days that we were, that were in your Yes, yeah, so I mean, a beta aside, it's fun. Mm. I think the reason we were looking for a beta beer in Australia was because not having brought any back, we thought that's the one we'd most easily yeah. be able to source. Because They're the only ones yeah. that have been exported. Yes, we had plenty of beers that were not yeah. a beta. It was the Swamp Thing by Bayou Tech Brewing. Just, um, I, I found thing. it. I found it finally. Um, well, I, I think the one 
um, interesting part was I spent, um, in my quest to find a beta beers, I uh, went to, or any beer from New Orleans or Louisiana, I was at Carmen Cellars um, a few weekends ago, and I'm just standing uh, standing, look at, looking at the side of every single can I could to work out what the, if that one might be from Louisiana or that one. And I, f- I feel like I found all the obscure states, but not Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, which was disappointing. But we it's had a Swiss beers. So the next day, so we all uh, we all went our separate uh, separate ways for a bit, um, because uh, well, uh, um, him and I wanted to explore stuff. So you guys found a few interesting breweries from memory. Yeah, breweries and bars as well. There was um, it's that bar we went to where we got the uh, Sazerac, the Avenue Pub, Avenue Pub on St Charles Avenue. Yeah, that was fantastic, and we That's had a cool. Year. That uh, yeah, was that was that the place that had the epic bottle selection as well? Yeah. So we got the peanut butter Corova milk porter by Gnarly Barley. We gave that a 4.25. That was, I remember that was really good. Um, yeah, we had the You, Me, and Everyone We Know, an American Wild Ale by Great Raft, which is from Shreveport in Louisiana. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, gave it 4.25. Very, all these really highly rated mm. bottled beers from across Louisiana, from breweries that we've certainly never heard of. I, I do distinctly remember that because um, while you guys were doing this, I was, I think, at one point I was at a, uh, I, I was at a hot dog place and the hot dog place had a really good tap selection or at least it had a tap selection I'd not seen before and I also had the Juicifer from Gnarly. Yes, which we had with our lunch. That, and, and it was sort of like, oh, that's, that's weird because I, I, I checked it in, I think, either just before or just after you guys did. But um, I also had the... Um, the West Coast IPA from Second Line Brewing, which hilariously, because we all went to the Spotted Cat at one point or another, I think we all chose that beer because yes. we all had a photo of it. Mm. Yeah, that was good. But yeah, the breweries themselves. So we went to, there was a second place, the Something Dog we went to. Bulldog Uptown. The Bulldog Uptown, that was that was really good. But we ended up with mostly, I think we ended up choosing non-Louisiana beers there just by chance we went for the ones that sounded most interesting. We did get the... um. The Bourbon Barrel Age Expedition Stout 2018 from Bells. That was no. delicious. There so. is so there. Uh, I I feel like uh, the the whole novelty of um, a Bourbon Barrel um, Age Stout just sort of it sounds cool, and then it's, uh, it sounds cool when you hear it the first time. And now that I, I feel like I've seen so many of them that it's yeah, like, it's like, yeah, yeah. I think we as we discussed was last season or two seasons ago about just stouts are. Mm. Yeah, you don't look, never look for a stout anymore. Mm. You're always looking mm. for bourbon barrel aged or something. Yeah, it needs to be like Shiraz barrels that um, previously had bourbon, which previous, previously had more Shiraz. Yeah. But yeah, after that, we actually moved on to the breweries properly. And yeah, there was Nola Brewing, which I think is probably the one that most people would be most familiar with as far as the ones you can yeah. access easily within the city. And that was, that was really good. Tasting paddles. Then we were on our way to... Urban South and actually happened upon another brewery, Miel, Miel, like M-I-L, like honey. Mm. Um, they were they were really good. They did a lot of nice um, salves and IPAs seemed to be their specialty. And, yeah, they did a triple IPA called Birds of Paradise, which was really, really tasty. And then Urban South, that was, um, that was good fun. We actually, we had dinner plans but we would have stayed there because that was a cool like mm. warehousey spot that yep. quiz night which was just about to start 
And that was that was a really cool spot. It was really busy, and they had lots of good beers. So they had a, a Pono Goza we had, which was a yeah, just a the kind of what they had in it. It was a Goza. It was fantastic. And then a, yeah, an IPA, New England IPA that I gave four point five. Whoa! Is the Nectar Cream Snowball Juice? And it's just got a bunch of uh, like popsicles mm-hmm. on the on the uh, cover of the artwork, but. Yeah, of all, of all the breweries we went to, I think that was that was probably the one that I could see myself spending most time hanging out in. Well, I think the one that we all found um, at one point or was the, and I don't know how to pronounce this, uh, Breer Care. Brew Carry? Brew Carry. Bricks Car. Bricks Car. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Bricks Carry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just around the corner from the... Uh, the Jasper. Yeah. I think it's meant to pronounce Brew Carry, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Uh, look, I, I, I'm... Or Brew Carry uh, would be my other guess. But I think Brew is definitely... would be Car, wouldn't it? Because yeah. Car for? Yeah, but I think this is... It, there is some play on words associated with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, I see, I see. Which I really enjoyed this place. Um, and it was just like... It was... It was, it was almost of, like the, the beer garden at the back, yeah? Yeah, that felt oh, like the owlhouse. Yes, that's See, right. I didn't even get to the beer garden. Oh. so Because I, I walked in there and so um, Em had gone off to get a massage. And so I was like, right, I'm going uh, to find the nearest craft beer place. And then I happened to find a, um, a brewery. And it's like, yes, done. And so I walked in there and then I suddenly got, bef- I got befriended by um, three geologists um, <laughs> who were there for some sort of conference. And they were huge fans of craft beer, and so they were just sort of like, um, we all had our untapped, untapped um, uh, list ads. And oh, hey, what you, have you tried this? Have you tried this? And it was just, it, it was one of those things where I didn't even get beyond the, um, like beyond that front counter. The rest of it was just um, me chatting with these um, guys from Florida. Um, but what did you guys think of that place? It was cool. It was very small. Like yeah. Without having known the beer garden, it's, it wouldn't fit that many people in that front section. Mm. But um, no, it, se- it seemed like the brewery next to the bar was going nuts. Like there was always people. I, I feel like it, surely there was more to it than that. Um, what we could just see from the t- uh, from the tanks. Yeah, they were doing some interesting things with um, different flavors though, which I found interesting. And they were doing all kinds of all varieties. So I like that they were sort of having a go. Some hits, some misses. Mm-hmm. But that's what you but, um, Yeah, it was nice to go somewhere that was doing a few different things. The um, the 9% dad jokes, which was kind of good. Yeah, uh, um, my favourite was the, uh, the, the fuck boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sour, that's right. <laughs> sour fruited. It's spelt like F-H-U-K-B-O-I. And I think it had some like Asian like... You know, spices or herbs mm. in it or something. That was really good. And then there was the, the Regulate beer. Funked up with the Gangster Twist, which um, <laughs> had a, the name was better than the beer, but, mm. but 3.5, you, know. you know, would drink again, but... Oh, that's right. The Fuckboy was actually a um, sour milkshake IPA, um, which would explain why I bought it. Um, hell, you gave it four. Paul. Yeah, it was, my, it was my favorite of their beers. And Jeff gave it nothing, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, Standard rules. All beers are equal. All beers are created equal. <laughs> <laughs> but some are more equal. Some are more equal. And some are less equal. Mm. So did you guys find any more breweries um, in New Orleans along this trip? No. No, I think that was that was it. Yeah, that it was, was it. really that brew, that brew crawl we did on that 
afternoon and then Brucay was the next day and we went to Frenchman Street and we found yeah, that. I that think was that, was, that was that was it. Yeah. Then that we, was yeah. just the uh, the storm. I, I think I think the one thing I definitely learned in this was uh, this was hammered home by pretty much anyone I'd spoken to about New Orleans was the the first thing you want to do is get a you'll spend a lot less time in the French Quarter than you think you will. Yeah, like the French Quarter is like it's just Bourbon Street's fascinating to mm-hmm. walk through. Like it's just yeah, you can just sit there and just observe people. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very interesting, but as far as actual quality establishments it's like it's, 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 look that's that's lying like, there are quality places we went to a jazz bar there that was pretty cool and that bar that we got the beer at which we um technically shouldn't have was that was actually like the guy was like really cool and had a cool vibe it's funny they're actually the quieter places like you want to avoid the i guess there's something for everyone on bourbon mm. street but if you want to go to yeah more local places there are other districts I feel like the one regret I have um, from New Orleans is that I didn't um, take advantage of the carry rule. It was like walking uh, walk the streets mm. with like a giant margarita in my I, I just kind of did it on principle just because like anywhere <laughs> I can drink in the street, I just kind of do it mm. even if mm. there's no particularly good reason to do right. so. And yeah, well, we, I think we noticed um, with the carry rule again, it's just, it's odd when it, when it sort of gets brought to you, brought to your attention. So... When we did find a craft beer bar that we were intending to buy some beers from and we essentially had the similar issue that we had that we were discussing earlier in the episode was a lot of beers were four packs only or the individuals either weren't that interesting or they were in really big bottles and we didn't really want to bring any big bottles back after what we'd already accumulated. So um, we were like, that's okay and maybe we can drink something here. Like, can we drink? Can we drink on site? And they're like, no, but you can drink outside. It's like, <laughs> it's just that again, <laughs> weird thing when a bar, on a bar craft, mm. pretty much like a beer mash equivalent, is telling you, yeah, you're not allowed to drink in the venue, but feel free to drink it on the street. It's odd, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of cool, and I can't imagine if you think about, if you think about seeing the same thing in Melbourne, you'd be like, what the hell is going on here? That. I can't imagine doing that with beer mash. No. Um, so, I think we should move on. We should drink some beers. And we are back. And we're on to our first beer. And as we alluded to at the start of the episode, this isn't from New Orleans. Uh, Paul, what is this beer? This is um, the Rhubarb Saison um, version 2 from BFM. So the brewery name is actually something quite long. So long that they don't even write it on their own bottles anymore. They just write BFM and everybody (laughs) calls them BFM. It's Brasserie something something French from the obviously the French speaking part of... um, Switzerland, San Sag Sagen Leisure. Anyway, purchased at this really cool bottle shop called uh, Intercomestibles de Leiden in um in Zurich. Yeah, amazing, amazing selection of um, Swiss beers, um, international beers. Really good spirit selection too. Um, highly recommend. 
I didn't ask whether they actually had New Orleans beers. Um, I didn't check them. They, they, I should have checked. But um, highly recommended if you do find yourself in that part of the world. But um, it also had a, it also has a really cool uh, bottle cap, like the Grosch bottles. Yeah. So BFM, I'd heard of because um, when I was in Tokyo for Mikella Beer Fest in September last year, um, I came across a brewery that had two of their beers on in I don't know if it was on I don't think it was on tap I think they just had bottles and um, Kyle and uh, another one of our friends were kind of losing their shit that these beers were available and I'd not heard of them and they were two fantastic beers so yeah I bought back a different year of the one of the beers I had in Tokyo and an interesting two beers so BFM and this other beer I can't remember the name of him but anyway they're pretty much these two guys are considered two of the best brewers in the country and they've collaborated and mm-hmm. under this new brewery called the Common Oak. And they've released three beers. So I bought back two of them and we will not be drinking those tonight. <laughs> but, um, so these are the more um, and the lesser beers that I bought back. But um, yeah, this was just pretty much looked at what was untapped, looked at what was interesting, typed beers into untapped mm-hmm. and... Standard rules. Grabbed the ones that rated highest. And this... Who, who, who needs CBC? When you've got untapped and random yeah. Google searches. So, um, what are our th- first impressions, people? And if you want to know what it says, oh, because um, everything is in French, but um, I did do the old um, Microsoft Translate photo app. It says a reconstitution a beer centuries old, refined in barrels of Saint Bonch, then a uh, brewed, matured, assembled, and bottled by our Franks and incorruptible brewers. I should have realised that incorruptibles meant incorruptible. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just like that they're incorruptible. I think that's a step forward for brewers. Being incorruptible is a it's a good move. Yeah, it's a big thing. So, first impressions, people. It's good. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's not it's not some it's more sour than most saisons actually, which I find. Is that a be the um the rhubarb here? Mm. Oh, yeah. You definitely like, yeah, taste the rhubarb in there. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I really like it. I mean, you know, yeah, because saisons can often just, yeah, like it's, it's definitely not that sort of yeasty kind of. Focus, doesn't taste like soap. No, it doesn't taste like soap. <laughs> Which is a. Or, um, or feet. I know that's a farmhouse, isn't it? Disappointed. Doesn't smell like feet. <laughs> um, what are people saying about it? What are people saying about it? Um, hopefully they're saying it in English. <laughs> that is the. Uh... <laughs> that's the goal. Does Untapped do translations yet? It does. Uh, it does okay. now, yeah. We've done it heaps of times before. Yeah, yeah. So what are people... Um, here, Andrew T at the Owl Farm. Delightful, nicely balanced, 3.5. Uh, Peter W, aged approximately six months. Smooth as all hell. Fruit characteristics really come forward. Extremely balanced, sour nose, but sweet rhubarb strawberry flavour. Uh, 4.5 out of 5. Uh, Xavier C at the Beer Garden. Good notes. Rhubarb is lighter than expected, but great early summer beer. 4.5. Mm. Eric N, 3.5, Arrogant Sour 2019. That is the name of the festival he is at. And that is, he's enjoying this on tap. It's kind of cool. But I feel like it would be quite nice to have a pint of this. I could easily drink a pint of this, yeah. And then as we get to May, people seem to be saying less about it. That's right. So their beers must be getting to Japan because here we go. Here's some um, this guy 
um, Junko Enn at Fukuoka Craft. The translation is, if you like Lambic, you're the one who likes it. Delicious. Uh, Joel R, sweeter and smoother than the grape. I assume there must be a grape version of this Saison. I kind of like the crisper and more aggressively sour features, though. 3.75 um, out of 5. Yes, so I believe the norm, the like core range Saison is the square root of 225. And then they've got these different takes on it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is the 441. Or well, the 21, actually, I guess, is what it is. <laughs> Mathematics and stuff. Um, Matt D, rhubarb isn't a flavour I'm used to in a beer, but it works well in a Saison, 3.75. Uh, David P, this is a translation. Light acid, sweet rhubarb, sweet malt, wheat, meadow. No funk. Beautiful, tangy length, four out of five. Can I don't know. I can't remember the last time I had a rhubarb beer. Um, can um, anyone remember any of the, any others of the style? Yeah, the last rhubarb beer I had, I believe, was a garage project beer that was on tap at the Ale House. Typical. Hmm. It's, it seems like some, and it tasted and it was do. good because I remember people really liking it and um, rating it highly and having multiple ones. Yeah, <laughs> rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. There you go. Uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, that, that, that rings a lot of bells. Yeah, so that was a... Um, yeah, it was a sour. That was, that was very good. If they... Um, it looks like it originally came out in 2016. I certainly had it... I think it was last year. Yeah, if Garage Project released that again, I'll definitely be drinking some of it. So, what do we think about it then? Um, I really like it, yeah. For a, it's one of the tastiest saisons I've had. I'd give it a four. Yep. It's good. I, I concur. Four out of five. I think it, yeah, yeah, it's really good. Definitely have that again. Um, yeah, that, sour, not too yep. sour. Rhubarb comes through nicely. Mm-hmm. It's light. But I, any idea what the ABV on it is? Six. Percent. Oh. It doesn't drink like a six. <laughs> Does it say, doesn't say on the bottle? <laughs> I, it, I think that's above Saison. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I... I think this is a smooth, smooth, very nice beer. All 33 centilitres of it. All 33 centilitres of it. I'm also going for um, four out of five. I think it's just, it's really well done. Somebody put a lot of effort effort into making this good. I saw a glass. I've seen Sensiel before, but I saw DL. A 3DL glass. 3DL? Deciliter. Oh, is that a milliliter in... um, well, I mean, I mean, thirty CL it would be three DL. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. ML DL CL. Look, why can't we just go back to um, like ounces? They don't like milliliters in Europe. <laughs> no, they no. don't. Yeah, they don't. No, crazy Europeans. On that note, hi to our European listeners. On that note, I think we should move on to one more beer. And we are back, and we're on to our last beer, which is also not from New Orleans. Uh, this is, where is this from? This is also from Switzerland. This is from a brewery called S&A Brewing. So they, they had loads of really interesting beers. IPAs definitely looked like their, their thing. sort of um, things. Mm-hmm. They had like a you know, mango milkshake and all those kind of um, interesting things. But um, yeah, I did the whole untapped thing and went for one that rated... 
um, relatively highly. This one here is averaging 3.91, so it's the Hayes case, their NEPA. Looks like they do a series of them, so this is their 12th. So, so ac of it. according to Google, um, SNA stands for Stallman Anchor. Stallman Anchor. Uh, um, Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Stallman so Anchor Brewing like, from Skyberg in Switzerland. So it seems like um, Swiss breweries like using their initials mm. for, their, for their brewery names. So it would seem. Right, um, at least I hope this is the one. I, it looks it looks like very similar font work. So I'm going to say yes until, um, you know, we find out later yeah, on. Yeah, so this was not their normal, so you, know, you guys can't see it. It's a very sort of abstract kind of art. It's, it's a bit of a garage project, sort of. It's pretty cool. So their normal brew, their normal beers were sort of more, yeah, that's their label, this is the style of their beers, and then this Haze Case was, the Haze Case beers stood out as having this very different kind of labelling. I mean, they're only a contract brewery, so they look like they may be relatively small. But I guess I, I, I guess um, I don't say I'm really a contract brewery like I meant right. well it wasn't for years Almanac a contract brewery yeah maybe I mean, it, it still is a contract brewery um, uh, first impressions people um, I haven't drunk it yet it smells good cool that is Ooh. that that's got it's a weird interesting yeah it's yeah. got a weird taste yeah it's, yeah um yeah, it's Hayes K's Nipa 12. Um, but that is, what is that aftertaste? I can't I can't pick what that yeah, is. Yeah, it didn't taste the way I expected it no, to. No, It smells very much like, yep, this is a Nipa. Mm, and it definitely looks looks like a Nipa. Looks hazy. Um, but what the heck is that? I mean, how, how do you think? Do you reckon that's a hops that done that one? Must be. Yeah. It's just like, a, um, for those listening at home, it's kind of, and I'll definitely be shot down for describing it, um, but it's kind of, it's, it, it's almost like you um, drinking something you expect it to be a smooth finish and it ends up being quite a blunt sort of finish. Um, but that's, no, that's not even doing it justice. Anyone got any better? No, no. unfortunately there's not really any, there's no, there's no description on it and Nothing, so we can't really go into any further detail into what as to what that is. Right. Something herbish, tastes herbish, but it's clearly not. I mean, the ingredients. It's in German, but hops, wheat, water. <laughs> um, okay, so there's two kinds of malts: Gersten and Weizen malt. Weizen malt. Oh, heffy. Geb, geb, gebrat. That's that's good. So I guess that means yeast. Well, yeah, no, it doesn't look like it's got anything other than your standard. Yeah, one, two, three, four, four ingredients. So no, there's no 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 adjuncts in there. It must be from the hops. Could um could anyone from Sail and Anchor um who's listened to this, which hopefully they will, um could you get in touch and let us know what the heck is in this beer? It doesn't even say what hops it's got in it. it just says hops from. Hopfen. So, um, what are people saying about it then? Um, so Dominic E at The Crafts says great success, 3.25. If 3.25 is a great success, I don't want to know what a mm. failure is. Uh, C at The Crafts, nice mouthfeel, aroma and taste were better in the last batches, in my humble opinion. I wonder what the last batch was like. Maybe that's a 3.25. <laughs> 
Mm. Salvatore L at the Crafts has given it four stars. So now what I'm, he's just written beer, hashtag beer, but in many different languages. I want to see if the trans what the translation does. <laughs> yep, the only one the translation didn't get was the French one, the Croatian one, and Spanish one. It did mm. not translate those. Everything else it did translate into beer, and the Chinese one it didn't get either. Um, you, would, you would think an, an app, an app that tra- a beer app can translate words for beer, right? Greg, um, <laughs> Dust A at Brow and Ralph Shop. Uh, mice, grass, more grass, aggressive and not too bitter. Really not my thing. Sorry, three out of five. See, Ralph. See, I can't say this. I think when you go to a foreign country and you get taught how to pronounce something correctly, then you can never say it incorrectly. Mm. Getting mm. noisy because you always hear it. Mm. So I was at this brewery in um, this town called Monsteiner, which was up until a few months ago the highest altitude brewery in Europe. Um, but the guy, the brewer there is from um, Germany. He's Bavarian and... Wait, wait, you need to go back a step. Why is it, um, why is it no longer the highest altitude oh, brewery? Somebody else built a brewery higher. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so, so, so the brewery hasn't moved. <laughs> it's just somebody else built a higher one. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. It's like it was because then it burnt down. No, no. So... Um, or fell down the mountain. Yeah, so I went there and they just... Very, very traditional kind of German beers. Pretty good beers, though. We got to try them from the tank. But I was talking to the guy, and I was like, oh, do you have any Rausch beers? He's like, huh? What? I was like, you know, Rausch beers. And he just looked at me with this puzzled look. And I was like, I'll, I'll write it in my phone. So I write it down, and he looks at me and says, ah, Rausch beer. Like, Rausch yes. beer. I'm like, oh, it's not pronounced for Rausch? He's like, oh, Rausch. Rausch. It's yeah. like, oh, great. Now I'm never going to be able to. Yeah, I've always called it Rausch beers. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's although the problem is, rock. Well, I don't think I was probably that was too guttural, but well, it, it, rock, rock. it does kind of rock sound, beer. It, it does know. kind of sound like someone doing a um, bad impression of a, um, a like what is that German? No, I don't know where you're going, whatever that accent is. Um, it, it's like someone doing a bad accent, yeah. And that, that, that is the problem, same with like mm. you guys say that. Of course. So if you say it correctly, you sound like an idiot mm. not pronouncing it right. But then if you say it incorrectly, you know you're pronouncing it incorrectly as well. So either way now, you can't either win. way you lose. No, you can't win. Yeah. Sorry, what are other people saying about it? Um, not much. Yet. Only 28 people. This is real. Like said, it's only been um, released fairly recently. It's number 12. So yeah, it only came out a few weeks ago. Well, I did check it. I see on their website that they had... Um, Okay, so the last time they updated it, up, updated their website, the most recent one was the Haze Craze Nipa. What's, what's that? Eight. It's number eight. So, um, a sale and anchor, I feel like, you know, um, I, I, I like the beer, but I feel like you guys need to update their website, your website. Um, so, anything anyone say? Yeah, that's, that's, that's about it. Don't, yeah, don't, about pe- it. don't people know we have a, um, you know, we need comments to survive on this podcast? All right, what are people saying about it? Oh, sorry, what are we saying about it? What are we saying about it? Mm. Okay, just uh, trying not to cough there on the podcast. Um, I... Yeah, I, it's a good beer. <laughs> um, I don't think it's like... An exceptional Nipah. Maybe it's that weird mouthfeel that I'm getting off it or something like that. But, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's decent. I'd probably give it 3.75 out of 5, I reckon. Mm. I agree. 
um, yeah, like it's not, you know, it's not bitter. It's smooth. It's, mm. yeah, that taste is, it's hazy. Yeah. It's, it's certainly better than your standard, mm. but yeah, just, just a notch. But I mean, and, and I suppose it's nice that they're trying something um, different um, in terms of, you know, what you can achieve from Nipah, although it is such a weird taste. Um, Paul, out of five? Yeah, 3.75. 3.75? Um, yeah, I, I agree. It's it's 3.75 all the way. Um, I want it to be, you know, you, you kind of you kind of want it to be um, more than that. Just because you know it comes from a, it comes from a different country and it's a lot. It, it looks fancy. You assume it will be, but yeah, three point seven five. And I still don't know what the aftertaste is. Uh, Sal and Anchor, please get in touch us and let us know. So these have been the Swiss beers that we've been drinking for our New Orleans episode, which I'll admit, or sorry, our Louisiana episode, which I'll admit makes no sense, um, but. What are you going to do? That's what happens when you don't sell um, a beer. normal sized beers in a regular mm. individually. Um, if there are any importers listening, which I know there are, I suggest tracking down um, uh, the um, the Barry uh, Barry Creox. Yeah. Um, but no, but I think the perfect example is that one, is. that Nipah that I gave 4.5. Mm. Like that was available in cans and that was towards the end of that mm. portion of the day. And I was like, yeah, if I can buy yeah, a can yeah. of this, I will buy it. Look, I'd be happy yeah, with the like, juicer from Nowy. No, yeah, you got to get a four pack. It's like, well, no, I'm <laughs> not buying <laughs> four of those beers. It's unfortunate. Nah, failure. On that note, let's finish up this week. Uh, this has been our New Orleans episode. Uh, oh, Louisiana. I'm always going to screw that up. Uh, <laughs> I have been Chris Shorten. With me has been Jeffrey G. Catch you next time. With me has been Paul Christoph. Good night. And we'll talk to you next week.